I was looking at the, at the Parsha, and you look at the Parsha, really, the, so the topics which lend itself in the tar- Parsha are the, the, the topics of Shaduchim on one end, um, and Misa on the other end, Misa, Hesped, etc. So we have, beginning of the Parsha, we have at Sarah, there's Misa, Sarah, and then Abraham's process of Kurda and Hesped. And then later on in the Parsha, we have again that Abraham died. So the Parsha talks about the animal of Misa. So it's interesting when you look at, if you go to um, in the middle of the packet, there's a piece from Yisari Atara. Um, there's two pieces here from Yisari Atara. One which is a quote from a Barbanel. It starts on page, and uh, it's in the middle of the packet. You study how tarot pages. Keep going in. Yeah. So page Kuf Ayan Bach. Base. No, actually Kuf Ayan. Kuf Ayan. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Um, so, they're with the language of the Hirdoposik. It says, Vayigva, Vayomas, Vayosef Alamov. So the Posik says, Vayigva, Vayomas, Abraham, Vaseva, Tevoz, Okin, Vaseva, Vayosef Alamov. So, Keep going. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Can you right. translate? So, so the Torah uses three languages of of Roman, the, the the idea of Misa. There is the language of Gvia, Vayomas, and he died. So the question is, what is this word Gvia? Different. The Yigba is the is the end of the process of a person's life. That's Misa. The Torah seems to have double lashon. And then the final thing is Vayosef Alamov. He was gathered into his nation, which again is a language of of death. There's just three words over here. The question is, what exactly are these three words? Uh, that's that's the question we're, we're going to. Um, um, okay. So the first over here is It's a very it's a very easy process of, of the the neshama leaving the body. Okay, and that. Um, 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 that not every time when we say when we refer to misa is there gavia, but every gavia means it's a form of misa. That's what David Ezra says. But um, the the Abarbanel, which is at the bottom of that page, of that column, says he says the following. He wants to point out the following. So, but looking at the three of us, we find by. It says by Avram three different languages. By Yigra, by Yomas, by Yosef, three different elements of Misa. But it says by So you have by Yaakov. Yigma and Yosef, and Yaakov himself referred to that as Misa. Now, Chazal actually seemed to pick up on the fact that it doesn't say Misa in the Posik. Yaakov himself describes that he will die, but when the Torah actually describes the death, it doesn't say the word Misa. It says Gviya and Asifa. But the uh, Rabbi is going to Pshut HaShemikra, it does mention Misa in some context with Yaakov. Uh, the next column. So it's the language of Asifa, Misa, and Gvia. 
the Torah uses the on Asifa and Misa. It does not mention Gevi'a. So that's the Barbanel's point that we find that, different, that the word Gevi'a, out of the five tzaddikim mentioned over here, the three of us, Aaron and Moshe, all three, four of them have Gevi'a. Moshe does not have Gevi'a. He has Misa, he has Asifa. Um, you're going to die, and there's a Sifa of Gvia, by Klau. It doesn't mention Gvia by. Um, yeah. So now, so um, so he says, obviously, we need to explain what these three things are, and then we can figure out why exactly by Moshe Benu, um it's not mentioned. So in the next paragraph, um, so he says, What I would think is the following. A person is made of two parts. There's the physical element of the person and there's the ruchnius element of the person. Um, so that's so we have three languages. So we have the body ending we have the neshama going to its going to its place, and we have the separation of the two, which is which is being defined. The moment where the harkava, the combination of the neshama with the body, which is misa, usually is preceded. With a reason why that's going to happen. The body seems to end. The different parts of the body, the 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 the, the liquids in the body which keep the body going, the heat of the body, the the body functioning properly ends. And therefore, the body can no longer be the keli, which will hold the tzura of the neshama, which is in there. That's called gviya. That's the process of gviya. The gviya is the ending of the body. The body's ending. The actual misa is amam hamisa he afrodas cholke amurkov. That's when the actual the two parts separates. So the language of the pasuk nikel is the the offer the part of the body which is physical goes back to the, the where it came from, the ground. And the Ruach, the Neshama, goes back to Kadosh Baruch Hu. That's why when, whenever you have the order, when you mention Gevi'a and Misa together, Gevi'a always comes first. Because Gevi'a is the process of the body ending. Wow. And then there's the Misa, which is the separation of the two. So the Gevi'a is the process of the body getting to this point, And then Misa is the actual separation which takes place. Um, um, fine. That you find it says Gviya is referring to Tzadikim, Gviya is referring to Bilchalamayim. These are people which the body is, there's a slow breakdown, there's a process of a breakdown of the, of, the, of the body. As opposed to a sudden death, you wouldn't describe that as a Gviya. Okay. Now, what's a Sifa? The next paragraph. So, what happens? What, what, it's a ref, referring to the Nefesh. What happens to it? So after the body is shutting down, ending, there's the separation. Then the nefesh goes to Elamel. What's Elamel? To its nation, to its people. 
It goes to join other neshamas in the world, in the Olam Ha'elyon, which are like it. So, therefore, it makes sense that all of these people, there was a process of, of Zikna, which, therefore, there was Gevi'ah, there was the actual moment of Misa, and then they went to join the, 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 the tzaddikim of their sort. Um, Now, um, he says, according to this one, it says by, by um, Yishmol, which is the end of the parasha that mentions Yishmol dying, it says, Yamos. And then it says, Yosef Alamov. So what does Yosef Alamov mean? So, he's, so again, according to Pshut HaShomikra, not like Wei Chazal, he says, he joined his people. Uh, I didn't, didn't say what they were like, the people that he joined. But, you know, you know Ram joins his people. And Yishmael joins his people. You know, everybody gets to go to join their group. He says, according to this, we understand why by Moshe Rabbeinu, the language of Gevi'ah doesn't apply, because Moshe Rabbeinu's body never broke down. The Torah says explicitly that, that the the body was fully, there was never any breakdown of Moshe Rabbeinu's body. His, body. his body remained fully functional all the way to the end. And the Bereshim took the Nisham out anyway. But it wasn't because there was a process which preceded it to take it apart. That's how he understands the pshat, um, and that's that's his explanation. So that's in the misad the pshutai of the of the process. But so the, the Torah is clearly stressing the process. We have to look at the process of misa. That there really are there is the final step of the misa is that the neshama going back to where it, to dwell in a certain place. Um, I put in the back, and I, you know you definitely can take this. Um, there's a famous. Um, famous Moshal written by the Gesher Chaim. Gesher Chaim uh, was written by Rukhaim Yichil Michal Tukhachinsky. He was one of the Gdeli Rubanim in Yerushalayim. And he, he divided the safer into three, part, three parts. The first part is the halachas of Misa, Velis, etc., all of the halachas elements. The second part was Chuvas that he dealt with more longer topics on some of the issues. And the third part was the Hashkafa elements. Of looking at the, the concept of Misa. It's been translated into English, the third part. Um, uh, I don't know if I remember the name. The, br- the Bridge of Life, maybe? Bridge of Life, right? The Bridge of Life. Oh, that's what he's. Oh, Jesus, yeah. So. Um, he writing the words out, Gesher. Yeah, okay, Gesher Chaim. Okay, good. So, so it makes sense because the Bridge of Life is. So the point which he calls those savers Gesher Chaim is that the proper Ashkopla proper to look at the, the moment of Misa. It's it's a passage from one one type of life to another type of life, so it's a, this and this is the bridge, uh-huh. which takes you. It's the Gesher Rachaim. It's the bridge of life. It takes you from one type of life to another type of life. I think I mentioned to you once that there's a beautiful story, and it gives us a lot of pause. This beautiful story that Rebbe Wine says over with the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim had a son-in-law who was Nifter young, and the man was a tremendous. Tamachachim, a tremendous sadik, and the Chavos Chaim had a tremendous love for him, and it was very, it was very painful to the Chavos Chaim, the loss of his son-in-law. He was a member of the whole of the yeshiva, he, you know. And at the end of that year, after the son-in-law had passed away, so um, they were just like talking about the arrangements for the coming year. So the Chavos Chaim was sitting in the meeting, and the Chavos Chaim and another one of the rabbis in the yeshiva also was not was not well, and he had to go for treatments to the spas, etc. So the Chavaz Chaim is, you know, was 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 was, uh, was um, 
was talking, and he was saying that you know that so and so will say the first year, and um, Rabbi so and so is not well, and he has to go to the spouse, so so and so will cover his year. And here she's learning Yeshiva Shomalo, so somebody has to cover his year. That's how he said it. Like, you know, you know, you know he went to learn tells now. He's not, he's not right anymore. He went to learn us about He went to tells. He's like, so let's cover his year. See, he's learning Yeshiva Shomalo. He's learning in the, uh-huh. in the, in the He's learning in, you know, that, in the Chabot's Chaim. You know, Misa was, you know, he's moving next door. So, like, he wants to make spritz, you know. You know, he didn't make a big thing out of it. It was, him, it was, it was like, so naturally, it was so normal that that's what it is. It's a passage of a process. Uh, it's a process of passage. So he gives a marshal for us to understand it. He says, imagine we could have two twins living in a, in a mother's womb. The famous marshal. Right? So let's see it inside a little bit. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah. You start, if there is nishika, does that mean there's no gavia? Not necessarily, because you see, Aaron had Nashika, and also it says language of Gavia over him. So it, means, it just means the process, but even a person has Nashika, the process of the body does deteriorate. Moshe Rabbeinu was unique, his body did not deteriorate. Okay, that's how, that's how, that's how the Barbanel is understanding it. Not everybody agrees with that. Okay. Okay. Um, now. Um, so he, he would like, he would like to, to, to compare the process of the Misa, you know, actually go, go to the following, go to page, I have three pages from the Gesher Chaim, two on the top and one on the bottom. So, on the bottom paragraph, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the bottom, the, the right column on the bottom, the most he's going to use is a child is born, he's, he's, he develops inside of his mother's womb, for nine months, and then the then he comes out. That's when we say that's the that's the, when the goof is born. So, in a certain sense, the moment of death is the, the womb which carried him. There is there was something which carried the neshama for seventy years, eighty years, one hundred and twenty years. Um, I saw actually, Romanus Mendel wrote, wrote nowadays. He says we we wish one hundred fifty because there's inflation. Okay. <laughs> uh, so. He says, "You see, my goof is latest on the shama." So that the moment when the when the, the neshama leaves and goes to the mahaba, it's like that that womb which has been carrying it is now let go, and the shama is born into a new world. That's that's the that's how he would describe it. So he describes it. Imagine you would have two twins. So it's, it's on the top. Go back onto the top. Okay. Um, I love that line. <laughs> um, okay. So he's, he's, he's this bent over fetus in its mother's womb. He'd be one of these new and enlightened people that they think they know everything. That's the world. It's all the world. That would be the whole lifetime that the person has. That's it. At the end of this life, it's the only life that he knows. There's nothing else he's aware of. He has no way to know anything beyond that. This is that. That's when life ends. Well, um, he can't envision anything greater than this. 
You'd have two brothers, two twins, the twins in a mother's womb, discussing what's going to be after the after we leave this place. They can't envision any way what's going to be afterwards. Right? Let's say, imagine the following. He, he was, there's a Masara that there's going to be another world. So we have these two brothers. One was this enlightened individual who was intelligent and he under, his mind understands things and he says we can only believe in what we know and what we can see. He's very smart. And you have the person who's a believer. He has faith that there's something beyond his ability to understand. So so and they would have the same type of conversation we have down here in this world between the, the believers and the non-believers. They would have the same thing inside their mother's stomach, right? Okay. So one would say, you know, one day they're going to leave this 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 womb, and there's going to be this wonderful world outside. They'll say, "I'm a sugar now. How can we look at it? Doesn't exist. You don't see it. How can you know? Prove it to me. How could you? have So you have this wonderful wonderful. Skip a few lines. He says, you know, right now, there's a, we, they don't, the baby doesn't use the mouth. The, the, the use it, right. it, you'll see with the eyes. You'll hear with ears. You'll be able to walk. You'll be able to stand up. You're all around this land. There's, and there's rivers and there's ocean, Yamim and the Horus, Matzmiach and Magadal, there's things growing, there's a heaven and there's Shoshamayim and there's stars. The other one, he'll laugh at the guy. You're a stupid idiot. Do you believe in every story you hear? You know, you can't test it, it can't be true. Every, yeah, fools believe in these type of stories. Okay, so then he says them back. What's going to be at the end? Yeah, we're going to end. So I say, That's where the only place we have to be able to live. So life will end. That's it. That's the end of life. Okay. So the Adamadabrim Matifka Admasabetan. So all of an earthquake takes place. You know, the, the two brothers are in you know, none of those it starts having upheavals in their life, in their world. Tama Maskal he's he's So the Tam starts slipping out. Nishribanofalochutsi started going out. His brother's dying, he's leaving this world, it's the end of life. Right? He's slipping out, he's going down. And he says, your foolishness. You should have held on. Uh-huh. Right? You should have held on. And you didn't hold on because you, you, you're foolish. You believe there's something else. You let yourself go. You should have held on. Okay? So as he's, you know, we're sitting there in he's posted crying at the loss. He lost his brother. He hears this scream. 
And he says, oh, that's it. That's the last stream of life. The child comes out and that's the last stream of, the last stream of life. And he's dead. That's his final call of life. We know what's that child. That's the child of the coming out to the first tree, the of birth. He says, that is Misa. That Misa is the process of a person leaving this world and going out of the Rechim into a brand new world, a much greater world, a world which we can't picture, we can't, we, and we only know it through a Muna, and the people who don't have the Muna say, well, yeah, you know, you believe in this world to come, and that's, you know, you can't prove it doesn't exist, and whatever, you're foolish, and you know, you have, the only world you have is this world, and that's the whole thing. That's the Moshe that he uses. It's a very powerful Moshe. Yeah, the, uh, the Malach didn't teach him about Olam <laughs> You know, listen, you know, uh, you know, it's a marshal, my friend. Now, now I want to go back. He's obviously, the, obviously the Malach heard, the, the, taught him, but he didn't believe it. <laughs> okay, now, I want to go back to the beginning. And this is a, it's a long piece from a Volvo. And, it, it's, and I'm going to try and give you a flavor of what, what he's writing over here. So in, in the, in, in Ali Shurkev Um... It's divided into four sha'orim. The same is divided into four sha'orim. So the first sha'ar is basically the basic foundations of the person developing into a person who's trying to work on himself and grow, etc. Very basic foundations. The second sha'ar is the flow of that to getting a little more depth. The third sha'ar is divided into the idea of people actually working, thinking through themselves, understanding themselves better, and working on themselves and growth. As opposed to on specific areas, it's more you know in mitzvahs, it's more connected to avoid of the midas. And the fourth shar is we've reached some level of of of, of growth, etc. Now we have to start dealing with the world. And he takes the fourth shar and he moves it from uh, the, the first step is marriage, and the second step is having children, the third step is taking a position in the community. And then he talks about Claudius, he talks about the world, and then he talks about misa. That's the flow of the, of, of, of the, of the parrot. So he says, what is Misa? Why is Misa part of my, my process of expansion? I'm seeing a person expanding. I'm seeing a person expanding from where a person starts. Until now, we focus very much on the individual working on himself and thinking about himself and being aware of himself and understanding himself. So now we're start seeing, expanding that person that he can deal with the process of, 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 a, of a wife, of a, of a bias. And then there's the process of dealing with children and the process of being dealing with the community, and then seeing himself as part of Klai Yisrael, and then part of the world. And then I get to Misa. Why is that so? Why would Misa be so... Why does he see that um, um, is... It's part of this process. So, I'm going to sort of skip ahead. Um, um, okay, um, let's go to page. Let's go to page Shinbase. There's there's ten strong, hard items in the world. Hard kosher mountain is very hard. But you can take you can take iron, you can take steel, and you can cut into the mountain. Barzal is kosher. 
Water can put it out. But they can be taken, absorbed into the into the clouds. Of him kashim, ruach mafas rasa, and the wind can blow them aside. Ruach kasha gush goof soivloy. The body can can withstand the goof, the 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 wind. Goof kasha pachet shavroy. Fear breaks the goof. Pachet kasha yain mefigo, wine overcomes that. Yain kasha shenu mefachta toy. Ramavas kasha mikula. The the most powerful thing is mavas. The tzaka matzila mimenu. The tzaka overpowers that mavas. Shenemar tzaka tatsim mavas. That's the Gemara in Bal It's in the context of the discussion of Tzedakah. And that's what's brought over there. Now, what is it, when you define something as Kasha, what does it mean, Kasha? Kasha, Nikubafichazao, So let's talk about Chazal, um, the Bali Makshava used the language of Chemer and Surah. Um, so Chemer is, is, phys- is the physical item. And surah is the function and the form that it's placed upon it. Um, so we'd say that clay is the chaymer. When you make clay into bricks, you put a, put a form onto it. It has a function now. Okay? Then you say, well, next stage, bricks are the chaymer, and the wall is the surah. The next stage, I say, the walls are the chaymer, and the building is the surah. Next stage, I say, the building is the chaymer, and the the function of a home, which you take a, make a building into a hospital, into a home, the function that's inside of it is the tsura. So you keep, keep, keep you have layers and layers of adding tsura to the chaymer. So kosher means that you cannot take away the tsura. It has a function. It has a and it has a, a form. It literally means a form. But the idea of the form is not so much the physical form, but the point is it, it, you add a, a, a an element to it of, of, of a purpose. Everything can be overcome to soften them, to deal with them. How do you overcome Misa? Now, what does it mean overcome Misa? People who give Staka, there is a Gemara in Shabbos that certain scenarios, Staka prevents Misa, but eventually everybody dies. It's just a question of prolonging the situation. So he wants to check the following. Let's think of the following. The truth is that Misa doesn't affect the, the surah of the person. The function of the person is not ended, the, which is really held in the ruach of the person, in the neshama. It's the physical body which ends. Okay, so the question is, is, is if I define myself as a goof, so then Misa ends the person. How do you, with what do you um, associate? To what do you define yourself? Do you feel, do you define yourself as a a goof or as the neshama? A person who the whole lifetime the goof is how he defines himself. Love a Russia whose whole focus on life is just desires of the of the body. 
He doesn't use that as a desire to grow in, a, in the service of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So you, you, want the, you want the physical world? No problem. You go into the physical world. The body goes into the physical world and that's where it ends. That's the end of the story. It means the, the Misa pulls, ends the person. Because that's with him. If the neshama keeps its connection from its original source and defines himself even while he's here in this world in the body as something greater, something higher. So the misa doesn't end the person. The person didn't end because he never was a body. The, the, the misa is the end of the body. The body decomposes, but it doesn't end the person. Now, he says like this. So, how do you define if you're a goof or if you're a neshama? How do we, where do we measure that? So, he says the following. Okay? The, the body is a, is a taker. The neshama gives the chiyas of the person. And the body, its function is to receive the, neshama, the, the chiyas of the neshama and, uh, li- and live with it. It's if it understands that properly. So what is the neshama giving to the body? A function, a higher function. The body becomes part of the process of, of godless, of, of, of the, the function of ruchniyitz. So the neshama gave to the body a purpose. But if we, if we don't do that, the body's goal is, is to, t- to bring into itself pleasure, covid, all of its desires. So it's a taker. The body is called kuloi, functioning and taking. So that's why we have the body has a desire to to be just to not be forced to do anything. Don't make me give out. I just want to take in. I'd be very happy to win the lottery and not have to work and enjoy myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So the, the goal is always just taking in. The, right. Bereshit says, "Adam la The person was created to put out. Hi. So what is, what does it help by having a lottery? They once asked. Um, they once asked. The, the, the Mashkiach Zetzal, Rav Krunglas in, in Yisrael, they went to one of the Bachelors one time asked him and says, says, what would he do if he won the lottery? Give tzedakah. So he said the following. He said that I have a job to the yeshiva to take care of the Bachelor. The yeshiva pays me for it. So who knows that maybe at some point in my, you know, I didn't do my job properly. So as soon as I would win the lottery, I would calculate all the money I ever received from the yeshiva and give it back to the yeshiva in case I didn't affect my obligation. And then, what else would I do? I, I'm still going to be still do my job because that's my purpose in life. So, what, what, uh, so I have more money in the bank. So what do I gain with that? Like, like, he, like, like he didn't understand the whole process of like. I understand the mile of winning the lottery because I can pay back my chashash of gzela that I have from the yeshiva because <laughs> I've been paid and I'm not doing my job. That I, I appreciate to be able not to be worried about gzela. But after that, like, 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 where does the conversation take me? Like, I'm not going to stop doing my job. That's what the Bershaw created me for. So, but we, here we have these people, you know, that they, 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 they're, they're, that they, that they, their dream is to not to have to work. Are they go, so? And the goal is just to get their desires. There's people who want covet. There's people who want, you know, uh, whatever it is. But it, it's always taking it. Now, however, he said, "Atzmi onihu." So it's a fascinating thing that an, that an, an oni. The Chazal said the sort of an oni is only can't give out. An oni is 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 is, 
in, at least in the physical sense, is forced to be a taker. What is Chashem Kameis? Because I'll say only is Chashem Kameis because it, it, the life of just taking is not a life. So that's that's that in that sense is like Misa. However, Havchanas Haruach Shemakachal Lasei Salashbiya. The power of the Ruach is to, to impact others. Haruach Mesharatzim is usher who it's 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 an usher. Lahavin lahaskel lachar lacherim. It's able to give a divine and 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 an impact. And the ability to impact is in the Ruach. It impact positively is in the Ruach. Right? I mean, like we can get together and say, oh, you know, I lead all of you together. We should all steal together. I'm also impacting you because we're all takers together. So it comes out like this. A person who's developed himself into be, he wants to be a giver. He wants to give out to others. He's defined his being as a giver. So then Misa doesn't affect him. Because Misa affects the goof. A goof is a taker, not a giver. It means he's defined himself as a ruach, not as a, not as a goof. So you want to know what overcomes Misa is not, not necessarily just the physical act of stalker, but that is a symbol, symbolic of the fact that the person has defined himself, truly defined. If it, not, not, so there's people who give stalker, but there's a crutch every time they give the stalker. There's people who give stalker because that's their desire in life is to give to others. They've defined themselves as givers, not as takers. So that person it means he's connected into his ruach way beyond his goof. Way beyond his, his 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 goof, so the fact that the goof ends doesn't affect him. He's going will continue on. So therefore, he overcame Misa. So therefore, if you want to not die, he's so Do not make your being. Make sure you're not a no tail. You're not a taker. The person who does not want to get presents, he hates presents because he wants to be a giver, not a taker. That's the person who will truly live. Um, if you can make yourself into a noisin, whether it means giving with your body, with your money, whether with your knowledge. You've overcome Misa. Okay, so that's that is his understanding of what of this Moran Babas. I have to say it's like an awesome thought process. Like, of so we learn means you know pretty good stuff. You don't you don't die. With Moran Shabbos says the story with Rebekiva, Rebekiva's daughter, that the 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 astrologer said that she's going to die on the, on the day of her Rechasna. And uh, and she Rukiba was was davening, etc. Comes the next morning, she's still alive. She says, Rukiba says, like you know, something something strange over here. So they, he looks around the room and he sees that there's a poison poisonous snake pinned to the wall with her hairpin, which she had in her head in the middle of the, you know in the night. She took out of her hairpin, she stuck it in the wall, and she killed the viper. So he asked her, "What did you do?" She says, "Yesterday during the chasa, it stuck. He only came to the door. Nobody noticed him, and I noticed him. And I gave him a, gave him a portion of the food to eat. Stuck at Hatzimimovus. So that's the truth of Shomikra. It means that physically it saved her from life, from death. But that, he's saying that, it, we're, we're, that, that that's a very superficial understanding. It's giving us a whole understa- a whole new approach to life. Now, 
let's go back to his, his the in the introduction to Shardalad, he says that the process of the process of what's happening in the first three sharm and the fourth shar is you're moving from being a person who's focusing on himself to focusing outward. So you're you are a person who is able to see truly see the world truly. And no, the first step is you learn that through the process of being with the wife. Right? The process of being with the wife is Batsim is you know Zelda Pliskin has a book called Marriage. I, I like I, I like I like Robert Pliskin's books. He, they always know what the topic is. You know, it's a book called Courage. It's about courage. You know, you know, you know. It's such an interesting name. You know, the name of the book is Courage. I know what the topic is. You know, the name of the book is Marriage. I know what the topic is. You know, you know. So he says in the introduction to the book is really what we should write. We should we, should, we, we come and read it, so that's to somebody. So she's like this: here, I know somebody who's totally opposite than you, every which way, and you're going to grow tremendously from the that person. It's going to be very challenging and it's going to be difficult, and you should marry them. He's like, not interested. So I say, you know what? She's just like you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then you get married. You find out she's not going to like you. She's not going to different. It's not going to challenging, and that's how you grow. The result, Talbert says that awesome. I know the topic is, is Misa, not not marriage. That's a different topic. Um, I had a story once. Uh, I was traveling once to Achasna, so one of these monthly tourist buses. So it was it was an interesting combination. It was I took a train to the um, Newark air, the airport. They have a stop in, the, 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 in Newark airport. I took the train from here, and I caught the bus. So all of the members of the, the Chasna party, which came in from Chicago, were staying there, and the Chasna was in Muncie. So they arranged their bus to pick them up. So it was like 45 people, 44 of them who knew each other from Chicago, and me. <laughs> and so I get on the bus, you know, like, I don't know a soul. It was like, you know, uh, you know I know the chassan, the people in Yeshiva, I don't know the family. The parents I knew because I met them before, but they were there anybody there. It was just like relatives. I've never met any of them before. And the, the driver, the driver was also a yid. So I was with the driver the whole way, right? You know, I went up to the front, I said, you know, we was together the whole way up, and you know, it's like an hour, an hour plus drive. So he tells me that he was, a period of time, he was the driver for Rabbi Zil Tauber. Rabbi Zil Tauber from Michelle Hevitz, you know, Rabbi Shimshon Pinkles, Rabbi Zil Tauber were two, used to work together in Kirov, etc. Rabbi Zil was, a, you know, and he's in dark, and he's, and he's, he's not so well, he's not so involved in, uh, publicly anymore, but in the 80s and 90s, he was speaking all over the place. He was very well known. So he used to be a private driver for Rabbi, Rabbi Tauber. Rabbi Tauber wrote a book on Shalom Bayez. So this fellow had Shalom Bayez issues. He asked Rabbi Tauber, I could give him an idea about, about Shalom Bayez. So he asked, he asked Rabbi uh, Tauber asked the driver, says, did you ever see that, what, how they polish diamonds? He says, no. He says, I'll tell you how they polish diamonds. He says, you take, you take a diamond and have an expert, expert in diamonds, puts it in a, in a press, puts it in a vise, and there's a press which comes down and puts, exerts tremendous pressure on the diamond and splits it in two. Because he's an expert, he knows how to put it. It splits it exactly where he wants it to split. Now you have to start polishing. The raw diamond now is split into two. You have to start polishing the diamond. Now, the diamond is the hardest substance, which is this. So how do you polish a diamond? With a diamond. Which diamond? The two halves. So you take the two halves, and you rub them against each other, and that brings out the facets of the diamonds, and now you have a gorgeous polished diamond. So Dr. Ray Tauber, he says, the Russian takes out a makava, and he rips them apart. Then he starts rubbing them against each other. And the result is two polished diamonds. Shalom Bayes is not that, you know, that, that, that everything is smooth and easy and we, ne- and we never fight. Shalom Bayes is that there are difficulties, there's, there's misunderstandings, there's frustrations. 
And by rubbing against each other, we learn to grow to appreciate another individual. That's the biggest growth process is being able to see beyond ourselves. And that is the first step. So the first step is marriage. Then there's children, right? There's parents. Parenting a child, when you see the child, just doesn't set you on yourself. You cannot parent your child. You perceive the child as a whole other being with a whole other vision and a whole understanding, and you can appreciate and understand him, then you can parent. But that means that you've moved way beyond yourself. You're able to see somebody beyond yourself. So it's the next step of the process of seeing beyond yourself. And then there's a, a, a position in the community, and then the Klayasol, and then the world. Misa is the moment where a person is forced to recognize, and it ain't about me. The whole world is not about me. It's what I see with a clarity that all I am is just this little cog in a Kodesh Baruch Bria. The whole time and lifetime. I, you know, it's like, you know, there's me. There's this chash of me, powerful me. I, I have impact. I have chashibas. I have money. I, whatever I have. And then there comes that moment where you look at yourself and it ain't true. You, you see with such a clarity that you are this tiny, infinitesimal being in this gigantic Bria. And you see the Bria the way it's supposed to look like. So that's, that's the greatest moment that a person can reach where he, has, he, he sees what he is. If we use the mo- moment of Movis properly, the Movis is supposed to be a training ground for this concept. It's not about you. It's about everybody else but you. Because all you are is a small... You, and you, the Russian gave you a chesed that he allowed you to be a giver in this, in this beautiful Bria. So that's how he sees Movis and the pre- preparation for the Yom Movis that the person should, you know, the, the lesson of Movis. Now, Movis is not bad. It's a fascinating thing to think about Movis. Movis is not bad because, I mean, the Medrus says that Adam was, you know, the Russian created Misa. We are the Kibbis Kosher, so we need to have Moed. So the Medrus deals on the word Toiv and the word Moed. So it says, Gives a few different explanations. One explanation is that Toiv is Chaim, Moed is Mavis. Good is life, and even very good is, is Misa. Right? Very good is, is that's the, the, the vehicle which allows the person to, to keep vision of who he is. Uh-huh. The, the problem of Adam Rishon was Adam Rishon came along and said, I'm God. The Yetzirah, the Sultan, the Nachish's argument was you could be like God. You can be the, the, the arbiter of, 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 of your, your, your being. Person says, okay, if that's where you went, I must give you a present called Misa, which will force you to understand that that's not the reality. Right? So it, it, it's a present. But there's a fascinating medrash. Um, turn, uh, turn to the back. Um, um, so after the after the Geshe Chaim, there's a, there's a few pages from the um, from the, the Ben Yonah. So Ben Yonah and Shari Tshuva. So Shari Tshuva is divided into four Shorim. So it's on page 36 of the Ben Yonah. I think that's 30. If I can read that correctly. Oh, it's at the same page. 36, 37. Yeah. Right. So the same page as the last page of the Geshe Chaim. First, first, the left column. So Rabbi Yehuda wrote four shorim. So the four shorim of the Sefer Shari Tshuva, but in the language of the of the Rishonim, a shar means a section. Like we have in the language of Chazal, above is a shar, means a gate, means a section. Above comma is a section, the first section, the second, middle section, the last section. So the four shorim mean the four sections, right? The four, you know, 
of how dividing up the, the, the discussion of tshuva. So shari tshuva. So the first shari is he describes what tshuva is. What are the things you need to do to do tshuva? What are the steps? What are the elements of tshuva? How do you do tshuva? The third shari discusses what you have to tshuva about. Okay, how to do tshuva is the first shari. What do you tshuva on is the third shari. The fourth shari is how do you get kapora? The after you tshuva, how does a, how do you get a shem nimerchel you? The, the, the second shari is why should you do tshuva? What are the things which are going to motivate you to do tshuva? So he talks about Musr and he talks about Zerzmi tshuva. And the Derech the, Hashishi, the, the last thing which moves the person to tshuva, is Yamamavis. So, every, at all moments, you should prepare yourself to meet your God. The person never knows when, this, when is his time. He should his literally his kidneys, which means his thought process. Because I refer to because I use the muscle of the kidneys to to uh, to understand uh, because the kidney represents the idea of being, being able true eights is being able to filter out what's important, what's unimportant, and focus on what's good and what's not, what's bad. And that's the process of the body represented by the kidneys, which are filter, the filters of the body. Okay. You should pair yourself with stalker, lahashi ruka batarel lakima shenasan to go back to give your nashama back pure. Each day you should think about that you should be ready. When you're going to die. Okay, now, always make sure that your clothing is, is clean. Volume over here means white, means pure, clean, and you should be anointed with the nice smelling oils. You should be ready to, to you know, to present yourself properly. They used to anoint themselves with oils when they present themselves to somebody. Lovin have got a mashal nakias and nefesh b'tshuva. So referring to cleaning out your neshama. So you should be clean means the tshuva, and that you should be anointed means you should have beautiful. You should be adorned with beautiful ma'isim. So Amr Chazal, Abinyan Zem Mashal Chazal give. Um, a marshal. Now, the word over here is a mistake. Marshal is to Maloch it should be with a ches, not with a chaf. A maloch is is a, is a sailor. Wow. So this woman is a wife of a sailor, and she was She was adorning herself. Now she puts on her mascara. And he's out in the sea. Your husband is far away. So why are you preparing yourself to look beautiful? He's not home yet. I can go home for a while. Again, it's the mistake. He's a sailor. What do I do if the wind was in his favor and he came back two weeks early and he walks in and I look like a shalom? I don't want that. I want, I want to walk in and I should look beautiful for him. Okay. Okay. So that's the Moshe Chazal use to explain the idea of preparation for the Yamamavis. It's a woman awaiting her husband. If I ask you to find the Moshe to describe how would you, what Moshe would you want to use to describe the moment of a person preparing for his death, a wife awaiting her husband would not be the Moshe we would use. The Chazal used that as the Moshe. It means that the Shama, the Shama, if it's adorned properly, 
understand that the Chavos Chaim said it's, an, it's a moment of passing from this limited world into this gorgeous, beautiful world being with the, with the Shechina. Right? So like, yes, you'd want, to, you'd want to be adorned just in case the husband takes you today, shows up today, you want to be ready for him. So that's, a, that's the Moshe Chazal use. It's an awesome thought process. So Rabbi Yom Zilber says this Ha'ora in his Ha'oras on the, on the Shari Tshuva. Sefer Zehashar, he has this aura, like, you know, that's the Moshal Chazal are going to use to describe the Yemen is a woman awaiting her husband. It's a powerful thought process. That's what Dafka the Moshal Chazal use. Practically speaking, Rabbi Gamora says, thinking about Yom Misa is like, isn't that like kind of reserved for like the after you... So, it's a, it's a good question. So, the Ben Yonah goes weiter, and he says that... Um, What's his question? His question is, the, the more in, in Brochus seems to say that, you know, when you meet the Yetzirah, there's a process of conversations you have with him. So, you talk, you know, you try, you try and be as the Yetzirah over the Yetzirah, you try and awaken your Yetzirah. If that doesn't work, you say, you, you try something else. If that doesn't work, you say, Kriyashmanavetsu, you say, Yamamavis. Uh-oh. It sounds like Yemamov is like the last resort. Um, and here we're saying, so Rabbi Yarna says that works for the first half of your lifetime. He says once you get to the second half of the lifetime, it's time to start preparing. He says, and when is that? Because I'll say a person lives to be 70, so they, from 35 and onwards. So person hits 35, he's, 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 you know, he's not on the uphill climb anymore, he's on the downhill climb, and it's time to start thinking. That's what Rabbi Yarna writes. Um, so, um, so the, the, this whole the, the next few pages are all about this this process of zikrin um, uh, then But then he says the point which is quoted before that if a person is is is, is focuses all on chesed guf, so the shama just it's, it, 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 the shama loses its power, and when the person dies, the shama gets stuck in the physicality of the body and just it never is able to go back to kodesh baruch and then that's chorus. That's the process of chorus. Whereas the whereas the person who um, that's in Oishir Ches he, he says that idea. Um, now the there is a process of of um, correcting it, which is referred to kafakela. He mentioned that a little bit, which you know sounds quite uh, painful. Um, um, so I'm not going to get involved in that, that that thought. I want to give you one more, one more thought with you. Um, you can take it home and read it. Um, just going back, is the body tzura or chomer in the in in this what Revolva spoke about? Like, how does he's seeing the body as the chomer and the and the, the the body as the chomer and the neshama is the tzura. So if you make yourself a neshama, so you're tzura, and that's the that's the the that's the, you can you can measure that. By whether you're a nursing or a neutral, and that means that that's a, a the strength of the tsura is that, the, that it can't be overpowered. That, that's the final tsura, which the tsuras adam can't be overpowered even by misa. That's the point that he's saying. I see. Um, the last, so this 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 last piece, it really is a different topic. I would, you know, if, if your Hebrew scores are decent, it's worth it. On page Shin Gimel, he, 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 he quotes Shin Gimel Shadal and Shin, and Shin Hei. Um, 
he quotes a letter written by one of Yerucham, the Rebbe's Talmidim that he wrote before he passed earlier on in his lifetime to be to be opened by his children when they when he died. And it's a letter to the children that you know, if he dies in their yesodim, how to deal with the process of being a yosef. It's a very powerful letter. Um, um, so he talks about the um, the. Um, so he quotes this, this same idea which the Chavetz Chaim says, and he says the following: If you look on page in Gimel, it's a, the, par- the paragraph starts with the word Admor. Uh, so page Shin Gimel in the, uh, yeah, everybody has it? Shin Gimel in which? In the Ali Shur. Oh, okay. So page Shin Gimel, it says, So the, the Rabbi Rukham wrote um, in a letter of Tanchuman, a letter of Nicham Avelan to somebody, Misa is, it's moving from one city to the next. He was writing to children, somebody lost the father. The father hasn't died. He's moved. He moved to a new place. The truth is, I'll tell you even further. If you take it a step, if your person has a little bit of sensitivity, because when you live in a body, each body is independent, is separate. When he's only in a Shoma, the Father's being connects into the, 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 those he's connected to in an intimate way with no limitations. So he's, more, he's closer to you now than he was before, actually. Um, she says the truth is we have to understand that, that the, in a certain sense a father can do more for a child a father can impact a child more the, what, what the person is missing is the physical touch That's, but, but the, the presence of the father the presence of the parent is there um, if I can just you know, end with a personal note I, 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 I have not read this letter and my father passed away. It was in 1986. I was not. I was pretty. It was pretty young. Um, and I had this, you know, I had this hargasha that I didn't lose my father. My father is there. I can. I can feel him. I can feel his presence. I just can't touch him. It's very painful not to be able to touch him. But I. But his presence was felt, and it was a fascinating thought process. And then, then you, later, I saw this letter from Rabbi Rucham, and I said, "Oh, that's so much what he's saying." You know this letter from this town, Rebbe and he quotes Rebbe Rucham. It's, it's 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 Misa is not an end. It's it's he moved to a different city. He's still, but, but he says it's more than that. He's he's his presence is, is still here. Um, it's painful not to be able to inter, to communicate. You want to talk to him. You want to you want to hear what he has to say. You want to touch him. You, you know those are the, the those are the elements of pain. But to perceive it is a. I have to tell you, to me, it's a mind-boggling thought. Um, to picture the world of the Geshe Chaim says of the world of the of the of the, the not maimon, I can't imagine the pain of picturing death as being the end. You know, 
the, the biggest nechama that we have is that, it, that you know nicham avelim. The biggest nechama it's not the end. But imagine to, to people who have that what they believe in, that's the end. I, I just can't imagine the pain. Well, those people don't really think about these things that much. <laughs> so the, the answer is it's so painful that they don't think about it because they can't think about it because it's too painful. And they make up all these weird, you know, customs to, to you know, at their parties, right, to deal with it, to get rid of the pain. And, and not think about it because if they think about it, you know, it's a loved one that they had for 70, 80, 90 years and they're never going to see them again and he's gone and he, there's no connection anymore. And it's totally, it's like, how could you picture such a, you know, the, 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 it's, it has to be so painful. The answer is don't think about it. I can understand it very easily, unfortunately. So the, um, the, 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 um, and, and the flip side of that is, there's a, with, with, you know, we created a concept of Brahma Zaka Abba. The, the Chazal gave us over a concept of Brahma Zaka Abba, which a child, or, or you know, a, this, a, a, a family member who's left over can in some way impact the person who died. So it means that you're, you're, every time you do that, you're not just, you're connecting with him. There's, there's, there's a moment of connection. It says, imagine, again, imagine that thought that that moment when, of, of Batira would be the, 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 the interaction would end. It doesn't end. Every time I do a mitzvah, I'm, I'm impacting him. We're still interacting. So that almost that strengthens the concept that there's, that there's, 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 a, there's a being here and we're still interacting with each other. Again, there's the, the elements which are very painful, which are very painful. Um, but it's not, it's not an end of a relationship. The relationship is still there. It's moving for the child in some ways helping the parents. In many ways, the parent is still helping the child. So it's, I, I, for me, I, one of the, I always look at Nechem Avail, and one of the points I, I talk about is that you know, it's a tremendous Nechama to think about that, that the relationship, you, you, we have a way to maintain the relationship. Because if we think about the other op- alternative, the alternative, the other option is so painful to think. It's, it, would be, it would be horrible. Imagine that there'll be that. There's no way to interact anymore. I mean, every time I say a cottage, every time I learn, learn Torah, every time I do a mitzvah, every time I give stuff, or I'm helping my... Vidya uh, gives a marshal. Well, I'm here. He, yeah, marshal, he, not a marshal, but he says, you know, he, the way he pictures it, because I'll refer, define, you know, use a lotion to describe, okay, we can't describe what Elamahaba looks like, they refer to it as a person sitting with a chuppah. And, and the, the, it's adorned with jewels, and the jewels are mitzvahs. So the person sitting in his chuppah with his jewels, and all of a sudden, there's a knock on the door, and it says special delivery from from uh, the, the the lower world. Your son said, "Kaddish, here's a here's a box of of, of jewels to put on your in, in, into your into your into your chuppah." Like, that's the that's the, the that was the yeah. way he this, you know gave it life. He, he gave it uh, describe it. So that's what it is. Every, the person's getting care packages. You know, you, you go to yeshiva, your mother sends you care packages. Person goes to Elam Haber and his child sends him care packages. The person gets a care package from his child every day. You know, he's, he davened for the Yom. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said a cottage. He said, he said a Heishem Rabba. He didn't daven for the Yom, but he said a Heishem Rabba. He did a mitzvah. He learned Torah. He learned the word of Torah. He, right? It's care packages. So, but it's it, 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 it's it's there's life still. It's chai. It's there, the Muna is that there's total chayim over here, and the Muna is that that world is much bigger and much greater. And the truth of Yemamavis not only makes you recognize how small I was in this world and how limited I was and how much of a role was not about me, but when he goes into the next world, it's, it's, 
it's, it's infinitely greater than our world. So again, the, the person has the clarity of understanding who he is, really truly is. That's the greatest moment of the clarity that I'm, it's not about me. It's about focusing outwards. Uh, maybe she'll just I said I will end with, I will, I will really end with this. Um, that's the right to the Koshporach was a Nysen. The whole Bri is created because he's a Nysen. Human beings are created as Nysen. A child is born, he's totally about himself. And the process of growth in, as a child is to move, move the child to become an adult. Maturity is that you're not a Nysen any, anymore, you're a Nysen. You're a giver, not a taker. It says when a person passes away, Skarn Lamhaba is a human being connects to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kodesh Baruch Hu is a Neusen. If you're a Neusen, you cannot connect. So it's impossible to get Skar. And that's, it's impo- that's why Chazal say that a Russia, even after he passes away, right, is, is, is still desiring. Because you can't change your being once you pass away. If you are a Neusen in this world, you cannot connect. So you're stuck in that reality the rest of, the rest of your existence. So the goal of life is to be, become a person who focuses outwards. And then you're not scared of Yamamavis. Yamamavis is it's a day which gives you the clarity of understanding of what your true role is and what it's all about. And that enhances your ability to become the true nurse that you're supposed to become. And then when it comes to time, you pass into another world. And as a nurse, you're able to be to the bari who's a nurse and get the true connection which we're awaiting.